Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. It's time to hear the word of God. The Bible says that the entrance of his word, it brings light. Hallelujah. So many years ago, one of the prayer topics that the prophet gave us to pray, to pray for light. And I believe that this morning we were blessed by the preaching of the word. Hallelujah. Yes, we were blessed by the preaching of the word. Bishop was sharing, I mean, how to be planted, to be a tree that is planted. You will not be a eunuch in the palace, I tell you. And so this morning, this afternoon, we just entered the afternoon. I want you to open your heart. Hallelujah. As we declare that nothing, you see, the, 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 our anthem, we are saying that nothing is impossible to those who hearken to the words. Those who hear the teaching, those who hear the preaching and do it, it says to them, nothing shall be impossible because they put their trust in God. Hallelujah. So as we sing tonight, prepare this afternoon, sorry. This afternoon, not tonight. This afternoon. Prepare your heart to receive the word of God. Hallelujah. Let's go. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust I want you to sing it to your neighbor. Nothing Tell them nothing is impossible when you're trusting in his words. I to the voice of God to thee. Is there anything too hard for him? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon his word for everything. Oh, everything. Yes, everything is possible with God. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust. Tell them nothing is impossible. When you trust Him in His words, hearken to the voice of God to thee. your hands in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just pray for yourself this morning that illumination will come to you. 
that through the word, light will break forth. Light will break forth. Light will break forth to quench every darkness. To quench every darkness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mandala Brasanta Kame. Yes. Open your mouth and pray. The light will break forth this morning in your hearts. The light will break forth this morning in your hearts. The light of the way will break forth in your life. And every darkness will be quenched. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to pray for holiness. I want us to pray for holiness. To be holy is to be separated. To be set aside. So, God wants to set us aside. That you don't do the things that is done by everyone. The things that are done in the world. But you are set aside. Specially made for God. Because without holiness, you cannot see God. Lift your hands and pray for holiness. Whatever things... That disturb your life. Said so that you cannot live a holy life. You cannot live a separated life. A special life. You want to say, Lord, deliver me. Lord, deliver me. Lift your hands and pray right now. Lord, deliver me. Lord, deliver me. Lord, deliver me, Lord. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me of lies. A life of deceit. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me from a dual life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Deliver me, O oh God, from duality. Deliver me. Deliver me. Deliver me. Deliver me. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. Holy Spirit, speak to us this afternoon. Change our lives through the word. Let the word have an impact on our lives. Cause us not just to be hearers of your word, but to be doers of your word as well. We pray that your word will cause a light to burst forth before us. Give us the humility, Lord, to accept our waywardness. In the name of Jesus, and teach us the right way. Let wisdom 
that comes from you. Not the wisdom of the world, but the wisdom that comes from you. Let that wisdom overshadow us in all our dealings, in all our decisions. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name, let the church of God say amen. amen. Shout a better amen. amen. And clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. Attempt to plant a great tree. That's my subject for today. I mean, the, you know, in the palace, it's, you know, some of the songs when they are singing, I think most of us don't even know the lyrics, so we'll just be dancing. I mean, it's good to dance, because the beat is a danceable beat. But if you hear the words, and when you are singing and you are, you know, I'm really wondering whether the words are really ministering to us. By the singing of the songs, they are the preaching. Amen? The songs, they are preaching. Hallelujah. He said, what, are you a eunuch in the palace? Eh? Are you what, aimless? A man without seed? Eh? A man without desire? Like a castrated dog? There's no, I have some small dogs in my house, some, these uh, toys. And the female is on heat. And I don't want them to stay in my house and be giving birth. So I've locked the female in the cage. They alternate. When this one is locked for 24 hours, then they change. This one goes into the cage. The male will be standing by the, the kennel, the, the door, <coughs> making all types of moves. And the female is also scratching from inside. It's like they really want to be together. They have a strong desire. When the male sees that I've come home, then we back him. Because he knows that I may come and deliver him. He'll be backing, backing. When I go inside, it wouldn't work. Then I enter one of the rooms, he saw that I put on lights. He's there, he's not put on lights. He start backing. Draw my attention. I am here, I am here. I have what? A strong desire. I have what? A strong desire. Most Christians these days don't have any desire. We don't have any desire. There is nothing in your day that resembles a Christian. There is nothing that you think about that has to do with God. No desire at all. We have desire for many other things. There are regular church members, shepherds, who are fornicating all over the place. Not one partner, but many partners. And we are in the church. We should pray for mercy. We should pray for God to help us. That was a very powerful testimony. Amen. Victor, are you a shepherd or a sheep or a pastor? Why are you not a pastor? 
You are becoming a pastor. Somebody planted you in the church. Is that the case? So you see, this is a tree. Do you have sheep? How many sheep do you have? Last week we said all Christians should start fellowships. Was it last week? I'm your father, start the fellowship. Stand. Come again. You're not going to help them to start. They know how to have sex. How come they don't know how to start fellowship? Eh? I said they know how to have sex. How come they don't know how to start fellowship? How come they have to be helped to start a fellowship? How come today's Christians have to be helped to start fellowship? Who helped you to have sex? Who helped you to have fornication? You know what to do. How to talk to a woman. How to talk to a woman. You foolish boy like you. You can talk to a woman to follow you. To take her into a room. And you cannot talk to somebody to give his life to Christ. You have to be helped. What has become of the church? I said, what has become of the church? We have desire for many things. Except the work of God. Jeremy, please come. Give me a microphone. I met Jeremy. It was in the first service. He was sharing some things with me after the, during the break. What was your life like before? No, what are you doing here? Uh, so on the 29th, God told us to book tickets to Ghana. And so we booked tickets, Adam and I. That's his friend, Adam. Adam, you can also come. So God told you to book tickets and come to Ghana? Yes. To do what? To preach righteousness. To preach righteousness. And where are you going to preach this righteousness? Wherever God leads us. We had no plan, no church. We just knew that God would lead us and he would put us in front of the people that he wanted us to be in front of. So how did you get here? Our brother and uh, his brother actually brought us by God's grace. We didn't plan it. It was all God. You said that you met somebody at the airport and you... Edmund. So we met Edmund at the airport and uh, through that, Adam talked to him. And he said, you must go to Ghana. You must go to Ghana three times. The Lord put a burden. And then Adam was like, guys, we got to pray. My wife had a vision. I had a vision. We prayed. And we are here today. So how, why, why did you go to many, many churches? Why, why did you come here? It was the vision. This is where God called He was in the first service and I was preaching. And he said he's a tree. He said, is that tree that's been planted? So what was it like was before? What was it like, like before? So I went to church every Sunday. I did all Listen that. Listen very carefully. Stuff. 
Say, I went to church every Sunday. Every Sunday, always. I would help people. I would do the best. But on the inside, I was wicked and evil. Chasing women, doing the sins of the world, lying, stealing, cheating. Everything was all about the sin that I desired, and it was not about my king. Because he wasn't my king. I would praise him with everything in me, but it was empty and void because he didn't hear it. Because I was just talk. I was a punch card Christian. I would go on Sunday, I would punch the card. I would go on Wednesday, I would help somebody and hope I felt better. But the reality is the Holy Spirit wasn't leading me. I was leading myself. The Lord is gracious, he's merciful. I have a good friend that told me one day, Jeremy, you're going to die, you're going to stand before God. And he's going to tell you, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. I was mad, opened up the word of God. Revelation 21.8 says, all liars will bear their part in the lake of fire, which is the second death. Terror, because God is not playing. Many of us are playing church. He does not play God. He is God, King, Lord, Savior. He is the Redeemer. He brought us out of darkness into light. And so then I go to 1 Corinthians 6, and it says, do not be deceived. The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Neither the fornicator, nor the idolater, the adulterer, the effeminate, the homosexual, the drunkard, the reviler. Such were. So there's only one thing on that list I haven't done, and that's get drunk. He said, all of this is that he's mentioning, he's done them before. All of it. Except drinking. Except for drinking. And then he says this. He says, such were some of you. Past tense. Not current. Past tense. Such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the spirit of our God. Peter says his divine power has granted to you everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called you by his own glory and excellence so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world. It is the power of God that raises us up, not us, but you must believe it. When you believe it, you receive it. John says, he says, if you sin, you have an advocate. It's not a it's not an expectation, but many of us expect it. He also says later in 1 John, he says, his seed abides in you and you cannot sin. Do you believe his word? Or do you believe your past experience? Because the seed that was planted in me was planted. And the Lord grew it. And now what's the tree show? The tree shows the fruit of righteousness. Not because of who I am but because of who Christ is, right? Galatians 5. It was for freedom that Christ set you free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject to a yoke of slavery again. If you go further, what's the fruit of righteousness? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. You will walk in those things when you believe. But as long as you disbelieve and you believe your past, why? Because you got your hands to the plow and you're looking backwards. Just keep looking back. God's not called us to look back. Mm. He says, believe the truth of the future. So I started preaching, like you were talking this morning. <laughs> and I started preaching, and this man. That's his convicts. This man came to the Lord, transformed, gave up everything. PTSD. Can I have him share real quick? Here's yeah. Quick. For a minute. Yeah. I was in the Marine Corps, and uh, through my. Say so what's in the Army? Through the events of life. I had hallucinations. Um, it's called post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, I, what, then, what, what, what caused that? 
what, what activities were you engaging in? What did that cause that? The wickedness um, in, through, throughout the, just being in Baghdad, being around that, that warfare environment. You Baghdad? Yes, Baghdad, Iraq. And I would hallucinate that people were tormenting me. I would then seek women. I would fornicate. I would then go to drugs, smoking weed, uh, drinking, living a life of complete sin. I was in bondage to pornography. These things are shameful to share when you're in them, but they're victorious to share when you point at God for setting you free. So you see, it's a certain desire that has pushed them to do what they are doing. You said you planted a church in India. Yes, sir. You just went to India and helped a church. Yes, sir. To be stabilized. Yes, sir. And to plant the church. Re repentance, though, is needed before there's growth. You that's cannot grow said, as a Christian. That's something you said that I like. That repentance is needed before you grow as a Christian. Because many people come to Christ, they come to give their life to Christ, but they have not really repented. But there are many people amongst us. And there are some of you, I know you. Just as I've not, I've not come to you, but I, you know, you are living dual life. Double life. We come to church, we carry people to church, we do also, but we have another life. And I think that we need to repent before God's judgment comes upon us. Are you with me? Thank you very much, guys. God bless you. You could see the fire in his eyes. If I allowed him, like, he will preach the service. Filled with the word, with fire in his eyes. And I love their testimony. And he said, as I was preaching, he said, he's, he's a tree. Mommy, you're welcome. Looks so beautiful. Beautiful than ever before. Top of the tops. You're welcome. He didn't say thank you. <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So church, we need to be really careful. Amen. Are we Enoch's in the palace? God has made us priests and kings. And yet we live lives like, you know, like beggars and eh, begging something from Satan. That is what it is. Begging Satan to another girl, another, another prostitute, an, another boy. Begging Satan to, 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 you know, kings begging, priests begging. How can we affect the world? How can we affect the world around us? You are a tree. Amen? Amen. I say you are a tree. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And every one of us should attempt to plant, you know, as I'm looking at the subjects that we are dealing with, you know, attempt great things. In my heart, the great things is we changing. Not we going to do something. Because you cannot give what you don't have. Amen? You cannot give what you don't have. You can only give what you have. And as Christ has redeemed us, 
if you have that redemption in you, isn't that you can now also now give that redemption to somebody? You can tell somebody about that redemption. But if we don't have it, how can you talk about it? Hallelujah. Luke chapter 13, verse 18. It says, Then said he, Unto what is the kingdom of God like? Unto what is the kingdom of God like? And whereunto shall I resemble it? It is like a grain of mustard seed which a man took. Now that grain is not just lying there fallow. If you leave that grain of mustard seed in the bottle, it will stay there forever. Nothing will happen to it. I've been to somebody's office and there's a grain, there's mustard seed. He said, this is mustard seed. They could see it in the bottle. You can't even touch it, you can't hold it. Even garlic grains are bigger. This is very magnified. Looks like bambara beans. 20 millimeters. Do you know 20 millimeters? You didn't do mass in school. So you don't appreciate 20 millimeters. I don't know. It's, can somebody come again? Can somebody? I don't know. The doctors here. My, my finger, Dr. Tamati, this. The tip of my finger, what is it? Which is an, this is an inch. Yeah. Yeah? This, this is an inch. And this is 25 milli, millimeters. And this is 20 millimeters. So, look at the things there. There's all these plenty things there. You know, if you take the where the 20 mm is, you extrapolate upward. You know, everything within that is, 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 is filling this place. So, you can imagine how small the master seed is. And that is what it is like, the little things that we do in church. And that is why we don't value the things we do in church. And so Jesus Christ is telling us what it is like. It's like a grain of mustard seed. When you leave that grain there, it stays there alone. I said, which a man took. So it must be taken. There are many lives here, or many people who God has brought to us, whose lives are like that. Insignificant. Doesn't look powerful. Doesn't look like anything that will amount to anything. Yet, if a man takes it, if a man takes it, if you and I take that insignificant life, if you and I take that life that doesn't look powerful, doesn't look like anything will come out of it, and plant it in the garden. He says, and cast it into his garden. And it grew. Hallelujah. And waxed a great tree. And the fowls of the air lodged in the branch of it. So when the tree grows, like these two gentlemen, see they are going about, they are like a tree. They are going about doing things. Bringing deliverance to people. Preaching the word of God. 
And there are many things and many benefits that we get from a tree. If only you'll be able to plant somebody to grow like a tree. You yourself have to become a tree because you are a tree. Amen? People will come and have fruits from the tree. Isn't that the case? Look at how the world is becoming hot. Every year, the, 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 the temperature in the world goes up by almost one degree. And every year, they say it's the hottest year ever. Last year, they say it's the hottest year ever. This year, they say it's the hottest year ever. So every year, is hottest year ever. That will cool, cutting down trees. Because we are eliminating the things that will cool our environment. The things that are taking out the carbon dioxide and releasing oxygen. As you are here, you are sitting down quietly and coolly because there's enough oxygen here, you are, you, are, you are breathing it. But you have not seen something before. Where somebody is sick in the hospital, they cannot breathe oxygen. And they test the oxygen saturation. Actually, the saturation around your, your nostrils, you know, it's not enough. So you are put on oxygen. The thing that we are breathing freely, that God has provided. Somebody can become so sick, they have to bring a container, eh, a cylinder, to minister oxygen. So the things that trees do, they are very great. So if you will understand that, that you are a tree that has been planted by God, you'll be amazed what God will make out of your life. Isaiah chapter 61. Let's start from verse 1. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. I don't know why the good tidings is not to everybody, but to the meek. So the word will be preached, but the meek are those who receive the word. He had sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Verse 2. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Why is God doing all these things? Why is God anointed his servant to do all these things? And that's why I'm saying that. That they might be called the trees of righteousness. Amen. All this anointing that God has anointed his servants. To heal broken out there, to deliver the captives and all that. Our, that is what brings about our salvation. And why? And what is the reason for our salvation? That we will be called what? The trees of righteousness. Put the scripture back. Verse 3. Amen. So all the things that we are reading from verse 1. Go back to verse 1. Be smart. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good tidings that are being preached. Eh? The good tidings that made you a Christian. To set. He has sent me to bind up the broken. Your broken heart that has been healed. Now I've been bound together. Or you've not had broken heart before. Children like you, you've had broken heart before. <laughs> to proclaim liberty to the captives. Liberty to the captives. So now that we have liberty, 
we think we can use the liberty for anything else and for everything else except the one who gave us the liberty. Christian, this thing today is we don't have any honest for God. But meanwhile, you were captive before. We were captives. Captive to sin. Do you think somebody comes to take you from the village that you should come and be maybe a house help in his house? Maybe the village that he took you from, there's no light. There's, so, there, there's guinea worm. There's this. He has brought you to the city. He has polished you. Do you think he did all that for just doing sake? I brought some houseboys from Bibini, two of them. One of them had hernia. Akronwe. I took him to hospital. He had a surgery. The other one, I took him. Before he was training him. He came to police director to train him to cook. Two guys. Yes, I brought them from BBNE. They were nothing. Then to my house, now they came to steal me. They didn't want to become something. If they were with me, with me by now, I'm sure I would have even built them a house each. Yeah. They went to Lady Pastor's car, took her laptop and things, and because there are dogs in the house, you know what the guys did? They put mud on the, on the wall as if like somebody climbed the wall. Because the way the house is, there's no way you can come in as a thief. The dogs will, you know, will, 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 will clear you. He put mud, yes. He denied, I went to now bring police. Police took him to the state. They gave him a few slaps. Then he had to confess. My carpet, I've never used things, stolen them, sold them in the Krakomono village. <laughs> and that is what we are like. We are delivered, set free as captives. God has good plans for us. And yet, we just do what we like. Put the scripture back, verse 2. To proclaim the acceptable of the Lord and the day of vengeance. There's also a day of vengeance for our God. To comfort all that mourn. Verse 3. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give them, to give unto them beautiful ashes. A lot of joy. Mourning. The garment of praise. For a spirit of heaviness. All that for a reason. All that for a purpose. We cannot be saved just to come and be there and do nothing. And live the life that we were living before. No, we cannot do that. Put a scripture back please. Three. It says that, that they might be called trees of righteousness. So God wants us to be called want us to be like trees of righteousness. And these trees, we are the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. So God has delivered us, given us something to do that we, he might be glorified. Is it called upon me in the day of trouble? I will deliver you that you what? Give me the glory. Our lives should give God glory. When you plant a tree in your house to bring you fruits, and the tree is not bearing fruits, it's not bringing glory, it's not doing the purpose for which it was brought. 
One of the sisters here brought me a lot of citrus fruits and I'm watching them. None of them are fruited. I'm just watching them. One of these days, there will be a day of vengeance. I say, I'm watching them. I stand by my window. I look at these uh, fruits, lemon, orange, lime, and they are all no fruiting. I have to read how many years you plant lemon or lime before the fruits. My wife tells me, be, be patient. Be patient with the trees. Be patient with them. How long will I be patient with them? There are trees like dwarfs who are fruiting. And you are growing and not fruiting. Now that is what we are. Are you with me? Put the scripture, verse 4. I love this scripture. It said, and they shall build the old wastes. They shall raise up the former desolations. And they shall repair the waste cities. The desolation of many generations. Many generations. So the decisions that you take today. Where the work of God is concerned, it doesn't just affect you, but it affects generations after you. Amen? The blessings, they visit generations. Some of us, our parents were fetish priests. And by the grace of God, you have been born again. Otherwise, the curses upon them will be on you, on your children, and your children's children. But because you have been delivered, and you see, when they say we have been delivered and saved, you are not aware of the salvation that has come to us. It's a great salvation. Because it was not only going to affect you, going to affect you, your children, and your children's children. Generations. So it's a great deliverance that we have received. And we shouldn't take it for granted. He said, we have not chosen him, but he has chosen us and ordained us that we should go and bring forth fruits and therefore, our fruit should remain. That whatsoever, whatsoever, we ask the Father in his name. He says he will do it for us. What more do we want? Verse 4 or verse 5. And strangers shall stand and feed your flocks. And the sons of the alien shall be your plowmen and your, and your vine dresses. But ye shall... Be named the priests of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. You are a God's plan for you to become a priest of the Lord. To become a minister of our God. That the whole mighty God. And you are a minister. You are a servant. Hey. If I say she will be the minister of. Oh, is there any rich man in Ghana? Who are the rich men in Ghana? Hmm? A minister of Sister Emuna. I'm asking you, there's no uh, rich man here. Receive it, brother. <coughs> that you are a minister of in Reverend Ben's house. When I say a minister, a servant. There are some places when you are a servant there, Charlie. You eat Gofuni. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You live a different life. Amen. I said amen. Ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles. Look at the things that God has prayed for us. Just serving him. You are begging Gentiles for food. 
When by virtue of your position, you should be eating the riches of the Gentiles. I remember years ago when we were younger, and I remember Bishop Nick, and they used to preach, you know, like when they are praying, say, well, shall it exchange hands. I remember those years. Yes. Well, shall exchange hands. And then suddenly, churches started buying all the cinema halls in, in, in Accra. Yes, all the cinema halls were bought by churches. Warehouses were bought by churches. <laughs> Was it not amazing? It's an exchange. It's an exchange. And we are walking like paupers, begging Satan for some pleasure. Eh? Begging Satan for some small pleasure. Seven seconds of pleasure. Hmm? We are really belittling ourselves. Hallelujah. Put <laughs> my wife, what is the quickie? <laughs> Ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles. And in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. Nesbeth, if there's any. For your shame, you shall have double. And for confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. I'm saying that there are great promises for us. If only we'll recognize that we are the trees of righteousness. Hallelujah. The planting of the Lord. Seven ways to plant a great tree. Are you going to do the things? Seven ways to plant what? A great tree. Number one. We saw a brother who came, Jeremy. Jeremy tells you a lot of the things. He's a married man. So he had to go and confess to the wife the evil and bad things he's been doing, you know, to receive forgiveness. He has to go to his in-laws, confess to them, you know, all that. Because that repentance is what sets you on a path. Amen. It sets you on a certain path. Are we eunuchs in the palace? Eunuchs without desire. Eh? You don't have any desire for anything where God is concerned. Hey. But all these promises are for you. The things you are looking for. You are looking for, a, you are looking for it in a husband. Eh? In a boyfriend. Foolish girls. Foolish girls. <laughs> I said foolish girls. You hear these things and then you're looking for boyfriend. So these boys, they are even young. They don't look for girlfriend. They are looking. No, they are. They don't have what they eat. So how can they look for boyfriend? But these days, older women, older women are going for young boys. So you need to be very careful. Don't allow an older woman to befriend you. Weekends, he will bring you pox to your rice at school. 
And because you don't have much, then you begin. No, it's serious. These days there are older women who married women, or not just older, but married women, older married women. The world is the world has turned upside down. You should thank God that you are in church. Clap, clap for yourself for being in church. And for, 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 for hearing the things that you are hearing. You are not clapping. Hey, clap. That you are in church and hear the things you are hearing. At least, if for nothing at all, it's a warning to you. Amen. We have to introduce contact tracing in the church. <laughs> so we have to do it through what? Contact tracing. Show me your friend and I'll show you who you are. That's contact tracing. You're afraid of COVID. But you're not afraid of the living God. I told you about this young man who Anakazu went to witness to and he gave his life to Christ. Listen carefully, those of you who are begging Satan for a few minutes of pleasure. He said, the day I came to witness to him, I have known him for years. But this time, Christmas, when he sent me, then he added, he said, I've never told you this story. He said, I've never told you this, this part. He said, I was standing in front of my house and waiting for a certain girl. His uncle has traveled, the uncle has given me a whole house. Four bedroom house, nobody fenced. The house is fenced with the gate. And the uncle has gone abroad. He said, I was standing in front of my house waiting for this girl. When you approached me and spoke to me and I gave my life to Christ. He became an active member in the church. Became a worship leader. Now he's married in Canada with children. He said, that day, I was waiting for a certain girl. He said, later on, I heard that this girl had HIV AIDS. He said, this girl had HIV AIDS. And I think had died or something. Later on, I heard. He said, that day was his day of infusion. He was a recipient. A potential recipient. And many of us here are potential recipients. But you are being delivered today. I say you are being delivered today. I say you are being delivered today. By the word that you are hearing, deliverance is coming to you in the name of Jesus. We had a missionary who was going to marry a certain girl. And the girl had AIDS. And though as part of the procedures in the house, you go for tests and all those things. But this, this guy didn't want to test. He said, oh, he, you know, he's been delivered or something. He was prayed for by a man of God. <laughs> they were, this brother was also bent on marrying her. By some means, I don't know how, he escaped. He didn't marry her. So I'm saying that some of us here, we are, we are potential recipients. Number one, <laughs> leading someone to Christ is the planting of a great tree. Leading someone to Christ. We must all be determined this year to plant trees. Amen? 
as many trees as you can plant. Lead somebody to Christ. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 22. When I'm calling scripture, the two known persons also put in another scripture, which I have not called. To the weak I became, became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I have made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Some of us, we are too big to save anybody. You can't come out of your car. You can't come out of your office. Paul said he became weak so that he can save the weak. He became all things for all men that by all means he will save some. Amen? Amen. You cannot sit in your car and be witnessing to people. You have to walk on your feet. Then you can also meet somebody who is walking on their feet to witness to the person. So you have to become a journey walker to save a journey walker. Are you hearing me? We all didn't used to dress like this to church. Pastor Eric. Pastor Eric. I mean, he, he, he dresses. With his uh, beard, he dresses. But today we all have to dress like this and wear and be easy. Easy life. So we can also win the easy. In Romans 10, 1, Paul said that bread in my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel that they might be saved. Do you ever wake up and pray that God, I want to save somebody today. Does it ever occur to you to pray such a prayer? God, I want to save somebody today. God, I want to save somebody today. There's a song, I find it hard to turn away a million dying souls. I find it hard to turn away. I think a million suffering souls or something. The worst are not coming. I think that's why you know it. <laughs> hey, that's right. You know this song. <laughs> Everything he knows. I'm sure he knows it. Amen. So I find it hard to turn away a million suffering souls. Hallelujah. I'll go and let next week I'll sing. So Paul's desire. Hey, you are clapping for me. Let us all go and learn it. <laughs> Amen. That's his desire. What is your desire? Hmm? It's heart's desire. What is your heart's desire? Is your heart's desire is to get a boyfriend? Is that your heart's desire? Eh? What is your heart's desire? Michael, you have stopped the ministry. Why? Yeah, Michael, you have given up. I was looking for you last time. I couldn't find you. You have given up on the ministry. What is your heart's desire? Let's all check our heart's desire. Amen? Your desire is to get what BSC is something. It is good. But there are greater desires that you must have. After you get a BSc, you realize that it is nothing. Right? That it is something. 
<laughs> Amen? Amen? Because there are some BSC guys who are driving Uber. Just like the one who left uh, JSS uh, 10 years ago. The one who makes the difference is God. Amen. Not your degrees. God is the one who makes the difference. Not your degrees. Oh, Pastor Tutu, you don't agree. God makes a difference. Bobby, how? <laughs> yes, only the 12. Number two, preaching the gospel is the planting of a great tree. This is, I'm, let me go through it quickly. At least do one of them. The first one, everybody should do, leading someone to Christ. You have to lead somebody to Christ. Every morning pray, Lord, lead me to somebody. Help me lead somebody to Christ. Do you ever have that desire? I don't know what your desires are. I don't know what your desires are. Whatever your desires are, add the God wants you to it. So that it will be whole. Hmm? How do you say Jimchi? Name the day. Name the moon. Moon is, is it moon rice? End the day. End the moon. End the moon. Eh? End the day. So it should be whole. I said you have desires, but add God's want to you. So it should be whole. It should be complete. And moon. Because with that, not a moon, not rice, moon like whole. Because your desire without God's desire is a useless desire. That equation, you have to write it down. It's a simple equation. Your desire without God's desire is a useless desire. God doesn't end you anywhere. Anything you multiply by zero is zero. And anything you multiply by one, is the thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Preaching the gospel is the planting of a great seed. Luke chapter 8 verse 11. It said, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Plant a seed. The seed is the word of God. Number three. And I'm going through it quickly so I can close. Establish somebody in Christ is the planting of a tree. Establishing somebody in Christ is a planting of a tree. All these young ones, somebody has to establish them in Christ. Amen? Amen. Why are you always wearing masks? You are coughing. You have been coughing forever. Ever since I know you are always wearing masks. You have to go and see Dr. Tamate to take care of you. Amen? Amen. I said Amen. All this once here needs to be established in Christ. Is this man asleep or is sick? But you see, you are sitting around him and you will not wake him up. I have to come here. So he comes to church and he sleeps throughout. In the night, people don't sleep. Watching pornography. May the Lord deliver us. 
Acts chapter 20, verse 32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to what? Build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. The word of his grace. You have to establish somebody. Amen? Pastor Victor was established. Yes, Pastor Victor. Brother Victor was established by somebody. You were mentioning uh, Lady Pastor who? Phoebe Mary. What did he do for you? What did she do for you? She visited me. She visited you. Prayed for me. She prayed for you. Came to your house at 5 a.m. You go to people's house at 5 a.m. Some of you to go and do bad things. Some of you, even you leave wherever you are going to sleep at 5 a.m. to get home before your father wakes up. I wash here. May you be delivered from a wash here. I said, be delivered from a wash here in the name of Jesus. I saw somebody. I saw somebody. You were wearing your panty quickly. I saw it. Yes, you have to wear it quickly. That's, that, that was a deliverance. I said, that was a deliverance. I just saw it. You were quickly wearing your panty. Because it looks like your panty has been down for a long time. But by this word... Deliverance has come. I said, deliverance has come. You are not receiving. I said, deliverance has come. In the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus. Deliverance has come. I can't lie to you. I saw it. You are high enough to wear your panty. That's deliverance. Clap your hands to the Lord. So she established you. Help you to be established. Show me which courses to even go and do in school. Show you which courses to go and do in school. Yes, Some of you are doing foolish courses. Courses that has no head or tail. Just because that's what you were given to do. So you are also doing it. And you are not praying for God to help you. Even me that I was doing biochemistry which has some meaning in life. I was praying for God to help me. So through her, you, 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 you did courses. Yes, because I now did. you are married to a pastor. Yes, please. She's married to a lady pastor. Because somebody saw him as a tree and decided to plant him. Your wife is in the French church. Somebody saw him as a tree and tried to plant him, to establish him in the Lord. May you also be like that. I say, may you also be like that. Hallelujah. Quickly, let me close. Number four, training a pastor is the planting of a tree. Training what? A pastor. And our training is going to be even more, more rigorous. One young man who, I don't know whether it was even IPTP, he ran away to, is it to Lighthouse? He ran away to Bekusu. Eh? He saw us. He was laughing. <laughs> I'm a pastor. <laughs> it was a lady pastor, Nora's sheep. Mr. Akoto. He acted some uh, drama here. In the drama, he was Mr. Akoto. And then he was Dennis. He saw us. He was very happy. 
He said, hey, the Kodesh. <laughs> to become a pastor, it's not easy there. He has run away, has been appointed a pastor somewhere else. <laughs> now, to become a pastor, it's going to be more difficult. For our own good. Because sacrifice have gone out of the church. People cannot sacrifice anything. And how can you serve God if you can't sacrifice? He said, if any man will come after me, he must first deny himself. Take up his cross. The cross is not a decorative something that we put on our neck. Take up his cross. That's sacrifice. Hallelujah. Number five. Sending a missionary is the planting of a great tree. Bishop Iman was sent to Malawi. He was a great chief elder on tech campus. Hey, chief, chief. Very powerful. There are chief elders and there are chief, chief elders. Very, very powerful chief city. Chief. Chief elder. Oh, yeah, I've not finished preaching. <laughs> I've not said the other two, so anyway. Very, very powerful. Very feared. The lion and the what lamp. <laughs> and a lovely chief pastor, chief uh, shepherd. I tell you, very powerful. But as he was sent to Malawi, today they have churches in Malawi. Hallelujah. We have churches in Malawi. We have how many cathedrals? Two. We have two cathedrals in Malawi. Because he went there as a missionary. Amen. There are some of you, when you're in the, in the, in the, in the university, you wanted to be pastors. You wanted to go on missions. After you finish university, all that vision is lost. Your vision now is to make money. And so far, the money has not been coming. And so far, the money has not been coming. Help us, Lord. He will help you if you call upon him. Hallelujah. In First Thessalonians, chapter 3 and verse 2, Paul sent Timotheus. He said, I sent Timotheus, our brother, and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you. Amen. He sent him, like him, he sent him on a mission. Just like Adam and Jeremy. See, they're on a mission. So they've gone to an Indian to establish a church, to help a part to establish a church. They're on a mission. So they were sent. So when you send a missionary, when you are sent to do a branch, you are being sent to go and plant a tree. Late Pastor Doris has been in the tree church. <laughs> Powerful mama. For years, she has been in the tree church. Like a tree, establishing people. She's come on sabbatical. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was passing there this morning. I heard um, Pastor Rush preaching powerfully in tree. He comes to sit here and look at me. At times we'll be sleeping. Yeah. Look at me sheepishly. Now he's preaching powerfully. People can do things, oh. And you can do things. Say to someone, look, if 
uh, Sister Emuna preaches. Some of us, we should go. Look, we should go retirement and allow, or we should go and start branches and give the microphone to our sisters here. When Sister Mami preaches, hey. So when you send somebody out to go and preach, you are planting a tree. But as the person goes, many lives will be changed. Many will be established. Hallelujah. The person will bear many fruits. Amen. Number six, giving somebody a book is a planting of a great tree. Hallelujah. God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. It was a book. So I said to Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Amen. I said amen. amen. And finally, planting a church in a city is a planting of a great tree of a ministry that will grow and become a shelter to many souls. Hallelujah. Let us put aside our fornications and our, all those things. Bible said that we should lay aside every weight, every weight and the sin that so easily beset us. So there's first of all weights. There are weights before there are sins. The Bible says we should lay all that aside. Because the weights prevent us. Your vision for money prevents you. It doesn't make you sacrifice for God. And the sin, there are sins that don't allow us to serve God. But God wants us to put all those aside. This year, in our year of work, we've been talking about things to do. A couple of weeks, we are talking about prayer. We established prayer in this church. That you come and pray on the day you were born. Most of you have not been coming to pray on the day you were born. All Aquabali is up. Stand up with energy quickly. How many of you came to pray on the day you were born? Unless you were not born. What day were you born? Tuesday, you didn't come. What day were you born? Monday, you didn't come. What day were you born? Thursday, you didn't come. What day were you born? Wednesday, you didn't come. So you're all born different days. What day were you born? Wednesday, yes? Monday, so tomorrow you will come. Or if you look at your baby, your baby you gave testimony on. It will be that God bless you. That God save her life. Are you still breastfeeding? <laughs> You'll be coming tomorrow to pray, Abby. Yes. What day were you born? Tuesday. Last week you didn't come. How about you? Yes. Yes. Huh? You came on Monday. I didn't ask whether you can say, what day were you born? Monday. So tomorrow you'll be coming. Yes. 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 Friday. So nobody has, was born on Sunday. How come? A good deal like Sunday. How come you're not born on Sunday? You're not standing up. So you should all come and pray. It's for your good. How many of you are married here? Lift your hand. Three of you are married. The rest you don't want to marry. Do you want to marry or not? Come and pray. Amen. It's God who gives a husband. Hallelujah. The husband does not come by osmosis. Who are you? 
Stand up. Please sit down. How many of you came to pray? Lift your hand. Two of you. The rest, you don't want to pray. Prayer is work. And this our year of work. You have to pray. Are you hearing me? Or you don't pray? When the apostles were saddled with, you know, all sorts of things, they appointed people to take over the administration of those. They said they would give themselves to what? Prayer and the word. So prayer is work, okay? Or you are married already. So you don't want to pray. Because most women, your problem is just married. When the moment you marry, then you stop praying. After you marry, the next one is children. When you get two children, then you stop praying. You stop singing in the choir. You stop serving God. The blessing that God has blessed you now, the blessing becomes a problem. As you are sitting here nicely, you want to marry. When you finish marrying, we'll see. You need to come and pray. On your day you were born, say amen. amen. Next week, I'll come and ask you again. All of you don't come and pray. Should I go through you? He said, no. God should have mercy on us. I said, God should have mercy on us. Because without praying, you'll be a powerless Christian. Amen? Without praying, all you'll be doing is fornicating, adulterating, watching porno. That's all you'll be doing without praying. Because Satan, look, so most of us, Satan is more serious than us. Satan is more serious than us. But that has to change. I said, that has to change. Amen? Because without all those things, you can't plant any tree. You can't plant anybody. If you yourself, you are not planted. Rise up on your feet. Let us close, please. I will open up my heart, ready for your holy fire. I will let you into my mind and into my soul. Pledge in my life, pledge in my life, serving you is my desire. Oh, I will be holding back alone, responding to your call. Lord, we are so helpless. Help us. 
Thank you for the help that you have sent already, Lord. For Jesus, you said that you send another comforter. You will send the Holy Spirit. Lift your hands, pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Spirit to fill you one more time. To fill you one more time. To fill you one more time. Say, fill me, Lord. Fill me one more time. Pray, say, Holy Spirit, fill me one more time. Breathe on me, Lord. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. Fill me. Breathe on me, Lord. Breathe on me one more time. Breathe on me. Yes. Pray, yes, Lord, fill me. Fill me. Breathe on me. Fill me. Breathe on me. Fill me. Yes. Fill me. Fill me with your power. Fill me with your power to leave the Holy Land. With your power to do your will. With your power to do what you want me to do, Lord. Thank you. Fill me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. With every eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. No movement. Everybody pay attention. Say, Pastor, pray with me. This afternoon, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to change from my wicked ways. I want to make an about ten. I want to go to heaven when I die. Wherever you are, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want you to lift your right hand and say, Pastor, pray with me. Just lift your right hand. Only your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it very high. I want to see it from where I am. God bless you. The Bible says, shall come to pass that any man who will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You want to be saved today. You want to turn from your wicked ways and follow God. Pastor, pray with me. Lift your hand wherever you are. Yes, lift it. Lift it. You have lifted your hand. I want you to come to me right now. Just come to me. Just come to me. Surrender.
Father, we thank you. Those of you in front here, lift your two hands to the Lord as a sign of surrender. But I want you to pray this prayer from your heart. The Bible says, with a heart, man believes unto righteousness, but then with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. I want to pray with you. and I want you to pray this prayer after me. Make it your own prayer. Say, Heavenly Father. Open your mouth, say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for Jesus. Who died for me. Who died for me. Today. Today. I come to you. I come to you. And I ask you. And I ask you to please forgive me. Please forgive me. Of all my sins. All my sins. Please wash me. Please wash me. In the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. From all my ways. And have mercy on me. Say, please help me, please help me. To, be a strong Christian. to be a strong Christian. Please help me, please help me. To, be a good Christian. to be a good Christian. Please help me, please help me. So, that one day, so that one day, one day, one day I, will go to heaven. I will go to heaven. Thank you, Thank you. For, saving me. for saving me. In Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.